morning, good morning, everybody. Uh, running a little bit later today. Hopefully everyone is awesome and well. Beginning of the new financial year. I don't really run that way. Usually we run uh, more calendar year, but um, there you go. We've got to make sure that uh, we take care of things with our dollars and cents. It's good to catch up with Andy yesterday. So good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hopefully you guys are all well. Happy Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, good to see. Good to see. Uh, morning to uh, the regulars, James, Allison, Andrew. Good to see you guys popping by. Uh, Karen, Craig, Arnie. Hey, morning, Sharon. Morning, Mama Sharon. Good to see you guys uh, popping by and uh, saying hello. Fantastic to have you guys uh, on as well. Oh, awesome, Chris. Hey, welcome, mate. Great to have you popping by for the first time. And um, welcome. Glad you could be here. Um, so, yeah, bit of a shout-out to Chris uh, for the first time. If you don't know uh, me or where we come from, been property investing 20 years, coaching property investors over 18. And uh, along the way, learn a couple of things and share a little bit of uh, those ideas each morning around about eight o'clock. So uh, there's a few regulars on like Bob and Dean, uh, Nevin. Good to see Sharon's popping by. Fantastic. And uh, yes, my love, I've got to order some more coffee. I'm out. Uh, that's no good because if I don't have some more coffee, I won't get, um, I won't get any uh, stimulation in the brain in the mornings. But anyway, good to see all you guys. Listen, well, I'm just going to pop over here and um, we're going to have a bit of a chat about um, checking in on your plans. It's, uh, it's a whole new financial year. Sometimes we sort of get down in the weeds, doing the things, making sure we're sort of cracking along. Uh, and uh, I thought today we might sort of zoom out and have a, a, big, a big picture look at it. Yeah, Bob, I don't know. Tea doesn't do it for me. <laughs> but some people like a good cup of tea. Actually, afternoons is a good cup of tea for me, Bob. Um, it's not a morning thing. But, yeah, it could it could do in a pinch. It could do in a pinch. You might be right. So join me over here, gang, at the, at the, at the, the whiteboard. And uh, let's have a bit of a chat about, you know, the bigger picture. Because when we're looking at our property portfolio and we're growing it, we all know that um, – it takes time. This gig, um, I've said it uh, many times, try and straighten that up. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, certainly one of the big picture concepts, gang, that I, I, I have to remind lots of people all the time, all the time, is to get a really good result that um, your properties grow in value, your rents grow in value, and it starts to produce a pretty significant cash flow and, and passive income. You're going to need to be committed to this gig for 15 to 20 years, okay? Now, that's one big picture um, as we go along. And, um, you know, it's important to understand um, that uh, as we go. Um, <laughs> Sonia, yeah, well, there you go. In some circumstances, it's permitted to divorce the husband if he doesn't supply with adequate coffee. Yep, um, I get it. I, I understand. I understand how that might work out, Sonia. <laughs> That's funny. So, 
Big picture. Big picture number one, the time frame. The time frame, gang. We, we know this, we know this, we know this. And sometimes, sometimes, right now, I, I think a lot of people are having a good time when it comes to real estate investing, okay, or owning real estate, let's say that, you know, um, uh, depending on where and what, you know, we're all getting a little bit of an uplift. The tide's going up. Irrelevant, quite frankly, of the quality of your property, irrelevant of the quality of your decisions or how smart or tactical, how strategic you may or may not have been, everyone's getting a bit of a rise in their values right now. The rents in some places are rising too. Some are a little bit uh, held back. But gang, everyone um, right now, this is one of the problems with a rising market. We all get caught up in where we're amazing, we're legendary. You know, I, I knew I could do this myself. Uh, buy anything and it goes up in value, uh, which is completely rubbish. Um, not everything goes up in value, that's for sure. Um, but anyway, that's not the point of my conversation today. Big picture conversation today, 15 to 20 years. Tick number one. Tick number one. All right. Um, and then as we go along, we need to understand, and you guys have seen me do these um, these sections, the big picture sections of what do we need to have in our acquisition phase? I'm pretty sure it's an ACQ, acquisition, uh, consolidation, uh, our lifestyle um, and uh, legacy stage. What are the big things that we need to understand what we're doing and how we're doing it? Um, um, and we're dropping by. So good morning to Ryan. Uh, it's great to see a few people dropping in from YouTube. Fantastic to have you here, mate. Uh, Pratesh, good to see you uh, also. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, give us a shout-out in the comments if you're new. Um, a couple of new people here today, which is awesome. So welcome. Thank you for popping by. Um, and there's Hardik as well. Hardik, good morning, mate. Great to see you. Fantastic. So there's these three stages along the way. And remember the other day, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but we did the seven, the seven plans, the seven plans that we need as investors to um, the seven plans we need over our lifestyle or our lifetime, we need to understand and make sure we implement, all right? The first plan uh, is uh, maximizing our finance plan, okay? Personal finance plan. That plan is about getting the most out of our servicing, our incomes. That plan is about understanding interest only, principal and interest, uh, loan to value ratios, uh, lenders, mortgage insurance. The finance plan is vital, absolutely vital in the acquisition stage of what we're doing. And the finance plan probably will run into the consolidation stage when we're talking about, okay, this finance plan, you know, it's got to be really dialed. Offset accounts, redraw facilities, equity unlock and, and, and um, resetting our loans. Gang, this is pretty important to get dialed when it comes to the big picture. Now, we're talking the big picture. Big picture is a finance plan for borrowing and debt reduction um, into our future, a finance plan. But really, at the end of the day, that's probably going to need to be robust for 7 to 15 years, gang. Okay, 7 to 15 years when it comes to 
your ability to borrow and strategically thinking, not just now, but into the future when we come to um, come to buying some of our stuff, all right? The next one over here um, in the early stages, the early days of our investing is our growth plan, okay, our growth plan. Now, I say this all the time. I think capital growth is a vanity metric, okay? We get caught up with did our properties grow in value um, and if it didn't, you know, the property's rubbish and blah, blah, blah. Listen, team, unless you're actively adding value to the property through renovating or developing, you're not in charge of the growth factors um, um, and the timing, right? And so when we are, um, when we are in the acquisition phase, we are having the market do the heavy lifting, which at the end of the day, the market does most of the heavy lifting anyway. But the growth plan, the growth plan is certainly important all the way across those, um, those years also. But in lifestyle and legacy, to be honest, it's irrelevant because you're living off the cash flow, not, um, not the growth, okay? So the first couple of plans, We've got, we've got a tick, we've got one, and we've got two um, uh, as we go along when it comes to our uh, investments, um, our properties, and certainly, gang, when it comes to the things that we want to do, um, these ones are pretty important to get dialed as soon as you can um, uh, when it comes to uh, you know, investing because, let's face it, at the end of the day, these ones are going to fuel us at the start of our um, uh, at our stuff, and uh, it's going to be pretty important for us to keep going um, as we go along. Just checking uh, a couple of messages here. All right, cool. So again, we've got the growth plan. We've got these bits and pieces as we go along. All right. Um, let's have a look at what we might need in the middle here. Number three. Okay, we're going to need a property management plan, okay? So prop management, okay? A property management plan. We own these properties and this property management plan, and it's probably gonna extend back here from into our acquisition, the property management plan is how do we maintain, how do we maximize um, uh, our properties um, and make sure we don't run into any problems, you know. Sam has Sam says this all the time. You know, you go and buy a twenty or twenty-five year old property. By the time you retire, your property's older than you. You know, um, you don't want a piece of real estate that's fifty years old when you are in retirement. All right? Okay, that's that's rubbish. The the the, the building will be crap, uh, and the income will be rubbish, and the cost will be high. Okay, so we want a property management plan in that space, okay, as we go along um, and uh, to make sure we are accelerating ourselves along. Big picture again, gang, what are the big pictures uh, in here? Okay, we want a debt reduction plan. Debt reduction, reduce. Debt reduction plan, okay. Our debt reduction plan here. It, you can see, gang, over here, it's not in the acquisition phase. We're not debt reducing too early, okay? This is about acquiring a finance plan and a growth plan at the start, buy as many properties as we want because our goal, let's say, um, 
for many of us, a very good goal is six investment properties plus your, you know, your PPR, okay? Okay, and maybe five in your personal name and one in your super, okay? That's kind of, that's kind of a, like a really a good generic goal for this sort of starting point here. Um, for, for some of you guys, it might be completely different, but gang, make sure we understand um, that stuff as we go along, okay? So um, uh, the other one, let's have a look at number five. Uh, trying to pick some colours here so we can keep in, in the go. One that goes the whole way is a tax minimisation plan, okay? Now, the tax minimisation plan's different at the start here. It's about our income. It's about, you know, PAYG variations. It's about depreciation. It's about all of that sort of stuff. It's about capital um, gains tax. It's about land tax. And at the end, this is about structuring and having your assets in the place where you pay the least tax. Um, you know, you guys know a few of these things. Where do you pay no capital gains tax? Um, when you own a property, your own home, um, you pay no capital gains tax. If, um, if you own some properties in super and then you put it into retirement, uh, you pay no capital gains tax. Um, if you, um, as a business owner, have the right structures and own some commercial real estate as and it forms part of the sale of your um, uh, your business in the future. You don't even have to sell your business. You can sell a property. It's an active asset test, $2 million tax-free, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got to have the tax-free plan, tax-free plan um, as we're going along. Uh, team, it's super, super important, okay? Um, the other plans, two to go. We're on the back stretch of the plan stand right now. Um, so I'm running out of room. Uh, in here, you need a financial plan. And now, the financial plan, don't get financial plan confused with finance, okay? Financial is things like life insurance, it, things like retirement planning, it's things like wills, it's things like uh, testamentary trusts and um, handing assets on into the future to your family and, and, and your wealth and all sorts of very clever stuff. Um, it's contributions into super. It's maybe a self-managed super if it's appropriate. Um, that's what a financial plan is. Now they're they're not they're they're all different. But again, big picture, gang. Big picture. What are we doing here? Here's the plans we need to get the maximum outcome. This is what I've learned over twenty years, helping literally over seven thousand customers, seven thousand investors. 7,000 amazing people try and make sense of what they should do when uh, throughout their investing uh, process. Um, and really, at the end of the day, um, uh, this is how it works, gang. And last but not least, that's six there. Hang on, I better put, better put my numbers on. Number six, we've got, uh, we've got the financial plan. And last but not least, one of my favorite plans, one of the plans that I'm playing with now, which I'm really loving and enjoying, and we've got a few of our uh, our clients in this phase now, which is awesome, trying to find some space for it. Call it here. Usually somewhere around there and into here, it's what's called the acceleration plan. Okay? The acceleration plan, gang. The acceleration plan. 
Number seven, the acceleration plan. When you don't want to buy any more direct properties or you can't borrow to buy another property, it, like that's what happens. There's two things. You either run out of borrowing power no matter, no matter what goes on unless your income world, unless your personal income, your, your job, you double or triple in borrowing power. You run out of um, ability to buy the next deal until you know, a lot later on. Okay, and then you're kind of like, well, why would I want to borrow now? My properties are worth eight million and my debt's only three million. I'm good. This acceleration plan is where we use the equity and we arbitrage it, right? Okay, arbitrage, equity arbitrage. Okay, this is where you take equity from your properties, maybe a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars, because you can get access to that, and you and you get it at three percent. And you go and do something else with it and you make 10, 12, 15, 20%. Imagine that. So imagine that with your acceleration plan, you've got 300K, okay, 300K at work. You make 20% on that 300K for the year. Um, that's another 60K worth of cash flow in your pocket, all right? So, gang, that's what we're talking about when, when it comes to the seven plans. The seven plans, the big picture of 15 to 20 years, um, and last but not least, um, um, Pratesh gave us a good shout out, um, as, uh, which, is, which is where sort of overall, that's why you need a good team and a coach. This, you can't do this by yourself. It's not possible, gang. Not possible. You need a bunch of amazing people all on the same page to help you achieve this, um, and that's why you need what we call the six-star team, okay? The six-star team, which, com which, which consists of your coach, your finance uh, expert, your property acquisition team expert, your property manager, your accountant, your financial planner, okay? Those are the six professionals that you will need all on the same page to just smash this big picture out of the park, okay? That is what, you, what you're going to need. Um, and that is what I've seen again and again and again and again when it comes to people starting out over here. What's the big picture? Where are you right now? Where do you need to sort of remember to sort of pop up here and remember the big picture? 15 to 20 years, you know, uh, six to seven properties, um, where are you with your six-star team? Have you got your six-star team in play? And which plan, which, which of the plans are you playing right now? Because they don't all play out at exactly the same time, okay, um, as we go. So I hope that makes sense, gang. I thought we would sort of pop out the financial year, big breath, first day, pinching a punch for the first day of the month or whatever that might look like, um, and sort of say, right, what's the big picture? Are we, are we on track? Is our bigger plan still there? Are we still going in the direction that we want? Um, you know, and check in which bit when um, as we go. So there you go. That's about it, team. Uh, from me today, uh, I've got a couple of questions here. Um, yeah, Hardik sort of giving us a shout out. And so like um, most people struggle at number three and number four in acquisition stage. Yeah, mate, they do. They, they absolutely do, buddy. Um, and that's the challenge for us in this sort of stage to kind of, you're getting kind of here, um, you know, uh, 
heartache, and, and then you're like, oh, come on. So, you know, what I like the idea of is, you know, let's make sure you check in with your coach and your team and find out where it is. Because sometimes, gang, this is, this is probably one I might do for next time because I'm at sort of 20 minutes now and usually, usually I do about 10 to 15. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully it was good. Um, um, sometimes you, you need to think about this, Hardik's like, all right, well, maybe, maybe uh, I need to, me, the person, the individual, how can I now bring a bit more to the table, okay, to accelerate where we're at, okay? Um, and uh, that's a, a chat for another time potentially uh, when it comes to your acquisition plan and getting those next few properties underway, okay, as we go along. But, gang, um, thanks for joining me. A uh, couple of quick ones here. Uh, Mark is saying, is it, having, is it risky having properties in your own name? The answer is no, Mark, um, 99% of the time. It, it does depend on what your career and industry is, like how, how you were exposed as an individual. Um, um, this is a good one to chat with your coach about. Um, certainly, listen, you know, I, I've, I've, I've conversed with thousands and thousands of people across the table one-on-one. We have literally over 7,000 clients across Australia and New Zealand. We've done over 10,000 property deals with our clients and they own um, um, in excess of that in their portfolios um, combined. And, and Mark, I can, I can count on one hand the number of times that a client has had um, an issue because they owned a property in their own name. Now, um, the caveat is, Mark, if you're a landlord and you break the law, you don't put in fire, you know, fire bloody uh, fire alarms when you need to and all those things, you're going to get yourself in trouble, right? There's nothing's going to stop it, whether you own it in a company, a trust or whatever. If you can't, if you don't pay your mortgage, there's nothing going to protect that. The banks can go through. If you get divorced, um, there's nothing going to protect that. So really at the end of the day, um, it's quite a pointless exercise, company and trust structures for protection unless you have risk, unless there's risk in your life. If you're, if you're PAYG, the answer is um, it's very uh, unlikely that that risk is worth the cost of any structures, okay? Um, but again, chat to your coach and your advisors because your circumstance obviously is individual and um, it's an important one to um, you know, get right um, for sure. Uh, well, okay, that's it, gang. I better go. Um, you guys are awesome. Good to hang out with you. Thanks for joining me. And um, hopefully uh, it made some sense. And, um, and uh, Chris, if you're still with us, mate, thanks for joining us for the first time. Spread the word, my friend. Um, if you're in here, gang, um, um, if you're in here, maybe make sure you subscribe or like or share or whatever it is. Um, see if we can't spread the word. Um, so um, um, there you go. All right. All right, gang, that's it. Done and dusted. Thanks for dropping by and uh, see you guys tomorrow, 8 o'clock, around about the same time for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Bye-bye.